All right, all right. Welcome, welcome. My name is Pastor B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuning to Simplify Complexity, a relationship podcast. That's right. So we want to welcome you to another day, another podcast. We're always grateful and honored that you would join us no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. And we want to encourage you, please subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. Share this with a friend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just share it right now. Let them know just about this resource and and maybe what one of your favorite episodes are. I'm sure it will be a blessing to them. And, And we'd love to hear from you. And actually, as we get to that, we had one... One writer um, or one listener uh, write into us and says that I've been listening to one of your episodes and how to be more comfortable on dates. And so mm-hmm. if you haven't had a chance to check that episode out, yeah, we talked about dating and, and how do you feel comfortable and have more confidence. He says, I have used the tips during my last date and our conversation flowed much better. Oh, good, man. Yeah, right, right. So we say, that's a good report, man. That's, that's like a good report, something. right? Got some good information. Says, thank you so much. I have another date with the same girl tomorrow. All right, all right, okay, here we go. Okay. And I'm going to listen again to that episode to make sure my principles are going uh, in line. All right, so so man, praise that's God. That's good stuff, man. See, I, man, that's, that, that's one thing, man, about, about this podcast, especially when we get comments like that. Yeah, yeah. It, you know what I mean? It just know, it just let us know that people are actually out there listening yeah. and actually applying this yep. stuff, you know? Yep. And, you know, we're just sitting here, man, to, to try to help you, man. So yeah. so good job on that, man. Yeah, so, so thank that's you. Great. We're glad that the, the date was kind of going well. and and Because and, it feels, man... There's nothing better like when you're going through that dating process and you uh, meet somebody and they're, they're kind of feeling you and you feeling them. Right. But then uh, there's a song, um, uh, Teddy, it feels good mm-hmm. loving somebody <laughs> and somebody loves you back. Yeah, man, that's it does. Because, man, that's, that's really a good feeling. It's a good Especially feeling. Especially when you're just clicking, man, yeah, yeah. flowing. Feels yeah, good. Man, feels good. good so, but I will say this. Always know that our advice, uh, we, we try to give the best advice as possible, but the best advice you can ever get is God's word. And, and so we never want to be the, to replace God's word. And mm-hmm. so we don't, we're not the gospel. Right. We try to share the gospel, but we're definitely not the gospel um, when it comes to relationships. We just try to give the best possible advice that we can. Mm-hmm. And so we're glad that you're listening to it again. Um, you know, that's that's great. You know, but just always remember that it, situations aren't all the same. Right. And, and so you, you can't, you know, it doesn't always fit in one situation versus another. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, so I mean, what are we talking about today? Man, today we're talking about finding your identity outside of marriage. Um, wow. Yeah, man. Finding your identity outside of marriage, and because I, I, you can step into a marriage, and you can be fully secure, and you can really have this identity, and then before you know it, you feel lost. Mm-hmm. And, and so that, that, that this is going to be a really great uh, show today. So before we get to that, first I want to thank Harris Booker, who is our sponsor. I want to encourage you to go to HarrisBooker.me. There you can learn more information about him, and he basically just offers insurance, and he wants to right. encourage people in the area of insurance. Don't let that be something that's a, a, a that you think about at the last minute, mm-hmm. because oftentimes when it's at the last minute, it's when you need it the most. Yeah. And then also, I want to encourage you to please check out my book, Chasing Happily Ever After. It's on Amazon. As we're talking about relationships and we're talking about identity, I actually spent a lot of time talking about identity, the importance of identity, and and how we can have that proper identity of who we are and the importance that it plays within side of relationships. Yeah. So, uh, Keontae, man, 
Uh, first, what, what made you think about this particular topic? Um, man, just like with all topics, I was having a conversation with somebody. One thing I love <laughs> doing, man, especially other married yeah, people, yeah. and just talking about marriage, you know. And this topic, it came up, but just about you know this person just trying to find themselves and and, and you know trying to figure out how to do things yeah. independently, right. you know, of their spouse, which I think is important because just like you said, oftentimes in marriage, especially for those that have been married for so long, mm-hmm. we kind of just fit into the role of like, well, I'm the husband. Right. And I'm the wife. Right. That's just what I do. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing. (laughs) Things are fluid with inside of relationships, especially Mm -hmm. a marriage. And so you can come into a marriage and please, as you're listening to this, understand that you can have a good sense of who you are. But as you get married, things change. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you see maybe your spouse's career take off and yours doesn't. And you're like, you begin to just feel like, oh, you know, like. Where am I? Like, yeah. is this still what I want to do? Or you have kids and kids play a different role or maybe a lack of kids. And so you can have kids and you begin to just have self-doubt. Like, who am I as a man if I don't have a, a child or who am I as a woman if I don't have a child? And, and, and so there's so many different things that can come into a marriage over the years that you're together mm-hmm. to where it, you, you'll have moments where you're like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And where am I? Where am I going? And you have all these questions. And and, and so I I believe that this is actually a topic that is not talked about enough. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, and even with this topic, I I just think going into it, I think that there are two types of people when it comes to this. There are those who are married and they're already feeling like, man. I think I've lost myself. Or right. I feel like I'm getting lost in this marriage. Mm-hmm. And then there's another person, you know, either you're just just got married or you're going into marriage <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to lose myself. Right. Can't lose myself. I have to, you know, I have to be gunko and be this person. Right. But I think that there's a space where you can kind of just meld and mesh kind of both of those things together. Right. You know what I mean? And have a, a, a real nice balance. Okay. So so then what would be your advice? What would be some of your points that you help? Um so some of my points, um, especially for you know, people who have really been married for a minute and you already feeling like you're kind of losing yourself, I say just go back to your hobbies. What did you used to do before you got married? What you know, what brought enjoyment to you? Yeah. For me and for instance, um, I love music. Um, so I play keyboard a little bit and, and things of that nature. When I first got married, I actually bought a keyboard and I used to like produce music and uh <laughs> <laughs> my wife, like my wife, really not into music, yeah. so I would always try to make time. Like, okay, yeah. you know, I'll spend time with you, and then maybe like when you go to sleep, I'll just kind of roll over and right. you know do my music thing. Oh, it not um, that didn't last for too long. No. she was like, I hate that light when you, <laughs> you know what I mean. But anyway, that was a passion of mine. That was a real hobby of mine, and it just really took me to you know a real relaxing place and a relaxing space. So you know, just recently, I just really had to get back into that. You know, yeah. just really refining myself and and getting back into the hobby the thing that i enjoyed right instead of just going through the monotonous you know thing of just being a husband and a father and i go to work i come right. home we sit down yeah. i break up again i do everything back again well, you know that, I mean? that could actually be really dangerous i mean when you're beginning to change who you are mm-hmm. for somebody else rather than for christ that never lasts right and, and so we got to be careful of that and that's why even in the dating process before you get married you really want to make sure you're being you. So that way, as somebody is deciding whether or not if they want to spend the rest of their life with you, mm-hmm. then they're getting the genuine you. Right. And then when you get married, you know, that's what they have. 
all of a sudden, then when you get married, all of a sudden this different person, you're like, well, wait a minute, when did you like to do this? Or, or when did you like to do that? And I didn't know you smoked and you didn't, you didn't smoke the whole time we were together. Yeah, and, then, yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden you try not to smoke and then there's resentment because you can't smoke. And, and so uh, exactly. a lot of resentment can build up when you feel like you can't do or be you know, the, the, the person that, you know, you, you feel like you are inside. Mm-hmm. Now that does not mean that you don't change. Mm-hmm. It doesn't because God is constantly working in and through us. It doesn't mean that some of right. our, our behaviors are good and positive for the relationship. And we should always be mindful of what adjustments we can make for the, the growth and the betterment of a marriage. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when it comes to, well, I, I really enjoy singing in the choir and all of a sudden, well, I can't sing in the choir anymore, and you stop doing that. Then there, there is this sense of, well, like that—that's what I enjoy doing. So let me continue to sing in the choir. Right, right, right. You know, it's just really—I think it's just really healthy. Yeah. You know, to just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's just self it's self care as well. Yeah. You know, like I said, just finding those things that you want to do. I, I, I'll use another example um, for my wife. My wife is a—she's a great cook. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, I, we always just call her. Chef. She, she, she is, yeah, yeah, she, she is a, great a real cook. great cook. Um, but she's. <laughs> Just you know, she loves cooking for me. She doesn't like cooking for a bunch of other people. Right. But she's always had this kind of dream to just like really put out a cookbook or make a cookbook. You know what I mean? But she never really I don't think she really really got around to it because she felt number one, she was just too busy of just being a wife and being a good wife. Then we ended up having kids. But then she became a wife and I, I, a mother. I, I, I talked about that. Those yeah. kids and all of those things, mm-hmm. they, they can really kind of weigh on Right. You. So in between that, it's almost like she put her her dreams and the things that really relaxed her and what she felt was her purpose on right. a back burner right. to just become, yeah. you know, what society thinks she should be as a wife. You know, so just recently, um, actually, I think in a couple of days, she's finishing up her cookbook yeah. or whatnot. And it's just, you know, it's just a real interesting time to just really watch her just doing something that she loves. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, she's just so happy and excited about it because it makes me excited that she's really finding her own lane. You know, something just totally kind of apart from me. Wait, and I want our listeners to catch this because part of what makes this work is the other spouse. Mm-hmm. And the other spouse has to be that encouraging spouse, that right. spouse that wants their wife, that wants their husband to fulfill their calling, mm-hmm. that, that, that to fulfill the things that give them purpose and joy. And now you have more joy in the relationship because I know that from the inside, you've been helping her with her book. Right. You know, you've been saying, well, I'll take my skills because I, I do design mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll help you with that. And, and, and maybe a husband or a wife doesn't, can't support in that area, but they can at least be excited for them. Exactly. It doesn't have to be all, oh, here you go doing the book again. You <laughs> right, know, right, right, right. <laughs> make you feel guilty, you know, for doing something that that brings you joy mm-hmm. but at the same time it's not as though she can just neglect the marriage as she does the book exactly and so there's just this this balance that you want to have you know as you're pursuing those type of things mm-hmm. so i think it's a great point good stuff man that's good stuff so one of the things that i would say is sometimes as we begin to lose ourselves we have to kind of go back to what is our stability mm-hmm And we always have to remember that your stability is not in your husband. Your stability is not in your wife. Your stability is not in your kids. You are not complete. Those things are not your identity. And that's where over time, those things can begin to feel like that's who you are. Well, uh, my identity is a wife. Well, no, that's that's not your identity. Um, my, well, my identity is a mother. No, that's not your identity. Well, my identity is a father. No, that's not, not your identity. Right. My, my identity right. is to bring home the bacon. That's not your identity. 
your identity is in Christ. You are an heir with Christ. And, and, and so as a child of God, sometimes we can allow the pressures of the outside. We can allow the pressures of the world or our circumstances begin to define us. And that's how we begin to feel. You are not defined by your circumstances. Oh, that's good. That's good. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're dealing with, with inside of your marriage, discontentment can come because you thought you were going to be further along in your marriage. Mm-hmm. You, you thought you would have the white picket fence by now, you know, and, and, and that happens. Sometimes we have a, a vision and we have a, a dream of, of where things would be 10 years from now. And all of a sudden it's 10 years and you're, you're like, man, this, this isn't it. This isn't what I was hoping it would, it would be like. Yeah. But just remember that does not define you. And wait a minute, here's the kicker. You still have the ability to bring about change. Mm-hmm. And so just know that you can be that change maker. You have it in you. And, and so just go back to understanding who you are. Go back to understanding your value. And one of the scriptures I have is in Colossians 2, uh, verse 10. And Jesus says, uh, the, the scripture, I'm sorry, says this. You are complete in Christ, mm-hmm. who is the head of all principality and power. I want to let you know that you are complete in Christ. You don't need anyone else you don't need anything else you are complete in christ right and remind yourself of that and sometimes as you find yourself getting distracted by that of that truth regardless of how you feel because i know we're in this time where you know how you feel is what defines you and so regardless of how you feel know that you are complete in christ you might not feel like you are you might feel like well i don't know what's going on i feel lost but that doesn't mean you are lost Mm mm-hmm Man, and I, what you said about just, you know, like what defines you, I, I just thought this was so good. <laughs> um, there's like a quote that's going on the internet that just it spreads like wildfire. Yeah. And it's a quote by uh, Michelle Obama. And she just said, pretty much, she was like, I'm more than somebody's wife and somebody's mother. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's huge, actually, for her. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, you know, we look at Michelle Obama like, okay, that's first, the first, first lady. lady. So she's always known to be the first yeah, lady. I'm more you know than I mean? just the first lady. Yeah, she's and by her just saying like I'm more than that, you know what I mean? We look at her now. She got a book out. She's on a book tour. She's doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. She's just all over the place yeah. because she's just not defined to that. I'm the first lady of the White House, so I'm just Barack's wife. Right? Yeah, you know I mean, you're more than that. Right? She's much more yeah. than that. She, yeah, you know I mean, and that's what we really gotta instill that in ourselves. Like, you know, God is just God has instilled so much in me and put so much purpose in me that I gotta fulfill it. I'm just not right. tied down to like, oh, I gotta right. do this with our, you know, my wife isn't saying I gotta do this with Keontae. Like, God has equipped my wife with so much knowledge and so that's much good. talent that she can go out and do something on her own. That's okay. Yeah, you know, which brings me to this scripture, okay. um, Ephesians two ten, and says, "For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do." That's good. Yeah, you know, like so, like I said, he he's already put so much in us. He's already put he's already instilled so much talent, so much creativity, um, whatever it is that you do, to go yeah. out and just do it and not be tied down to the definition of I'm just somebody's wife or right. I'm just somebody's husband. Right. Man, I that that, that is so deep because mm-hmm. that's how we can begin to feel, but that doesn't define you. That doesn't necessarily mean that that is the truth of who you are. You're right. so much more and Here's what I like about that story um, is that she understood who she was enough to where she was able to support him mm-hmm. in that particular role. Mm-hmm. See, that's sometimes where we struggle and we lack harmony. We're no longer one. So remember, two 
become one, one. flesh. Right. And so as we're one flesh, your calling and your purpose isn't necessarily my calling and my purpose. So mm-hmm. I have that enough identity. See, because sometimes we confuse the two and that's where we lose identity is right. all of a sudden I feel like, well, that's because that's who you are. Then I, I guess my identity is the first lady. No, I'm so much more than the first lady. Um, but she still understood that I will operate in that role to support you. Mm-hmm. But I'm not losing who I am. Right. And, and I'm still pursuing my dreams. I'm still pursuing those things. And, and so that's where just that harmony comes. Understand that, yes, support your wife. Yes, support their, your, your husband um, because that's where harmony comes. But that does not define you. That does not make you who you are. So don't, at the same time, in supporting them, mm-hmm. lose yourself. Right, right, right. It's good stuff. Um, an- another point that I want to bring up too, okay. um, especially for people who may feel like they're, they're losing themselves is, um, aside from just picking a hobby and, and, and going through with that, you also got to remember to do things that kind of scare you a little bit, hmm. um, as part from your spouse gotcha. and I'll get into what I'm, what I mean by okay, scare you a little bit, you know, oftentimes when we're in marriage and we're in these roles of, of a husband and a wife, we get comfortable, yeah. we get relaxed. And we're not really going out and doing things that really challenge us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or things that are engaging. I mean, like, as far as stuff like public speaking or something like that. That's like a that's like a number one fear for people or whatnot. I'm a poet, so I'm not really, <laughs> you know, not really in that bracket. But you really want to get out on your own and really find stuff that, like I said, that, that scares you apart from your spouse. Because sometimes you can fit and feel defined that I can't do nothing without him or I can't do this without her. You know what I mean? I mean, when you can actually really go out there, if you really feel like, you know, I need to get back in school and I want to get back in school. I know it's going to be challenging. I know it's going to be hard. Get, get back in school. Yeah. Create yourself a plan and get back in school. And, you know, that's that's your calling. That's your purpose. Do right. what you're called to do. You know what I mean, even if it may scare you, if it may feel like it's challenging, mm-hmm. doing that apart from you is going to build so much more character in you yeah. as well. So, Well, and, and to add to what you're talking about, that's where we begin to allow fear to define mm-hmm. us. And we are allowing fear to keep us from, you know, purpose and, and, and fulfillment. And, and, and God did not give us a spirit of fear. Yeah. And, and so we got to be mindful. We got to be really careful that we're not allowing fear to dictate our terms. And also we're not allowing what is comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and so what ends up happening is, is we're willing to do what we know is safe. And, right. and, and, and so... That can kind of become monotonous and it can be kind of get us into this rut because we're never really stepping out on faith. Mm-hmm. And, and faith doesn't mean all of a sudden we're uh, crazy. It doesn't mean that we're just making unwise choices. Right. But it means that we don't have all the answers. And so, therefore, I have to trust God, even though I've done my homework, even though I've done my part, it's still that step of faith because I don't fully know what the end result is going to be. Mm-hmm. And so it's in that step that I'm trusting God. And, and, and for some of us, it's trusting maybe our spouse. I'm going to go ahead and tell them about, you know, what I feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I'm, I know. But what if they respond this way? And what about that? And I, I don't know. And so, again, you're allowing fear. And so rather than trusting God and possibly trusting your husband or trusting your wife, go ahead and share those things. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and so it, it can play itself out in many different ways where we hold ourselves in and we just feel trapped with inside of a marriage because we have allowed fear 
to keep us there. Mm-hmm. Also, too, just thinking of that and that fear and that that like circle of comfort, like yeah. everything is. I know I'm safe right here, cause yeah. not to change anything up. I heard a quote that always says like, "Comfortable paves the path to mediocrity." Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, so if you're one of them people that like, man, I wish my marriage was X, Y, and Z, or this was exciting, more exciting for me, you got to step out of that comfortable circle. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and 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 try some new things, or you know, don't be scared to to speak up like that to try to change things. Yeah, you know, you know, there, there's a there's a uh, poets, you know, outcasts. You got to get up and get out and get something. <laughs> the poets, right. Poet Andre Benjamin. <laughs> Don't let your life pass Right. <laughs> but, you know, but like like I said, that's, you know, that, that's really serious. Like, yeah. you, you need to step out of that comfort zone. You know what I mean? Because playing it safe, like I said, just only gets you mediocrity. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's really good. And I, I think the last point that I would kind of share is just what is your support system? Mm-hmm. You know, who, who's your community? Who's, who's around you that is also pushing you? Right. And who are you allowing to push you? See, what ends up happening sometimes we can get into a rut is because we've kind of distanced ourselves from people. Yeah. And we just kind of uh, become loners, you, you can say. And, and we no longer have those people around us that are challenging us. Those people are around us that will say, hey, you, you, you do need to get up. Hey, you know, what, what is going on with this? And, and, and so who is around you? If you, if you really look, um, and actually one of the scriptures I think you like to quote it, uh, a lot is, you know, bad company corrupts good morals. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I know that doesn't specifically apply how I want to use it right now, but I do want us to understand that your company does impact you. So right. who's around you? And so if you don't have people around you, that are really going to push you to be better, then you're not going to get that push. You're going to kind of stay where you are. If you have people around you that are just, you know, okay, and lots of days ago and right. and whatever, then then that's kind of what you're going to find in your life. So I want to encourage you, look at your surroundings. Look at your people. Who do you have around you? If you don't have anyone, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. If, if it's just you, if, if you, if you allowed your life to solely become your husband or your wife and your kids, that is a problem. Exactly. Your your life needs to be more than just your husband, your wife, or or your wife and your kids. Exactly. You got to be more than your spouse and your kids. And, and, and so you got to have friends. You got to have uh, your your church community, or whether or not if it's the bowling community, or if it's you know going out to the race car community. I don't know. Just, just whatever. Something. It is. Yeah. Something. You got to have community around you and people that are that are constantly challenging you and, and, and challenging thought. Right, right, right. I actually piggyback off you because that was going to be my last point. Um, and I had a scripture for that. Um, <laughs> Proverbs thirteen twenty says, "Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm." You know, just like you said, if you you know you're not if you don't have that that community around you, that circle around you to be pointing out like, hey, you know, like you you need to do this right. or whatnot. That's that wise that you're walking with. Right. So in order for you to become wise and just get a sense of like, you know what, God did create me for purpose. I mean, let me get out and do something because I think that's what we really search for is a sense of purpose outside of what, you know, we already uh, agreed to in marriage of becoming a wife and becoming a mother, becoming a husband and becoming a father. We also want to find that sense of purpose outside. So if you're on a bowling league, I want to feel like. Hey, yeah. I'm one of the. I'm a member of a team here that's apart from my household. But but it's not just that. It, it, it's it's a part of that community that's saying, "Hey, you need to spend more time with your wife." Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, when's the last time you've been on a date with your husband? Right. You know, you need that challenge, and and so that community around you that's constantly challenging you to be better and mm-hmm. push you to be better in life in all aspects is critical. That's good stuff, man. All right. Well, I hope you guys really enjoyed our time together. I know I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we want to pray for you because we know that. Being in this situation can 
uh, be difficult. And there might be somebody who is listening where you're really dealing with depression. And, and, and so we want you to know that you can break that. You have not been given a, a spirit of fear, but of power. And so right now, we just want to pray for you. So Father, we just pray for those that are really possibly struggling and they find themselves mm-hmm. in, in a rut in their marriage. They find themselves discontent and really just having a many doubts. And they're, they're, they're really questioning their future. They're questioning their marriage. They're questioning their life. And they just don't know what direction they're going to go in. They, they're not fulfilling the things that they thought they would fulfill. And they're just really down. So Father, I just pray for them that you just begin to give them a spirit of strength that you give them your spirit and you just embolden them and and help them to see that their truths are not necessarily in their circumstance. They're not defined by their circumstance, but they're defined by you. Father, give them wisdom and insight as far as what steps to take. Remind them of who they are. Remind them of their value and of their purpose. Father, help them to surround themselves with positive people that will encourage them and Mm -hmm. push them and, and, and help them along the way. Father, we love you. We thank you. Father, we pray for anybody that's dealing with depression. Uh, Father, they will reach out to somebody and, and just know that they're not alone in this journey. We love you. We ask all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So don't forget to follow us. Uh, you can follow me at Brian E. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, K-E-O-N-T-E. McDonald like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an inside joke. So, so you have to watch one of our past episodes. Uh, but yeah, go to Amazon. Please check out my book, SimplifyComplexity.org. Uh, well, I, that's a website where you can go. But um, the book is called Chasing Happily Ever After. And it's just a real guide when it comes to all aspects of relationships. So and until next time. God bless you and God keep you. You need me just as much as I need you because a body can't function when a body's been too. Up to downs, let love abound. Whether it's good or bad, my family can't be found. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's a family reunion and my family's with me. Come on, it's what you're looking for. Stand up, put your hands up.